Welcome back to the edition of the LAFC side of things. It was a big weekend for LAFC. They got the 2-1 win over Nashville. They traveled, I believe it was the, the first win against an MLS West opponent. They got the win, the big win. It was also Jojo Killini's uh, debut. He got the start. Gareth Bell, he came off the bench. He got about 20 minutes. Uh, here to help me talk about everything as LAFC Live. It's been a minute. He has come back to the Twitter to the Twitter sphere and is making an appearance. Uh, LAFC Live, how you doing? Uh, good, Gio. Thanks for having me back on. I appreciate it, and uh, excited to be back. Yeah. Uh, look, man, it, it, it's been good to have you back. I know you have to f- be feeling good about what's going on with uh, with with LAFC, just with with everything going on. Um, but let, let, let's talk about uh, on this road matchup. Let's talk about these signings because Gareth Bale, Killini. What what do you think about Killini getting the start and how he played? Um, I thought it was nice to see Kielini start. Obviously, he hasn't played uh, professional football in a while since leaving from Juventus. And it was kind of gutsy to drop uh, Ibiaga uh, because he's been doing very well. So it all worked out. You can tell Kielini hasn't played in a while. Uh, he seemed a little rusty just a little bit. But uh, other than that, um, I thought he did great uh, for the time that he was on the pitch. And then, obviously, um, Gareth Bale got his time on there as well. And um, for about 20 minutes, that's about what we thought he was going to play, no matter what the score was going to be. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I thought it worked out very well over the weekend. Yeah, I, w- I would say it was a, it was a successful weekend um, for, for LAFC, just traveling out there. And also the MLS. I, you know, what what Nashville has been able – look, I was obviously I wasn't at the game, but I watched the game – and seeing how the MLS is growing, seeing that stadium, I, I think that's the biggest MLS stadium now. Um, every seems like every every week, every stadium that they go to, or every team goes to, has the biggest uh, yeah. soccer-specific stadium. And I think you know, just seeing that atmosphere, seeing how the league is growing, and certain certain things are are going. Um, I thought I thought it was amazing. Uh, it was unfortunate that they weren't able to make their debut here. Um, yeah. But but it, you know, I think come July, with July 29th, when they play the the Seattle Sounders. Um, I think that's where they'll make their home debut. But yeah, I, I was really, I really like what, what I saw from LAFC. I love what I saw from Chicho Arango. He continues to score goals. He continues to be to be the number nine. I don't think they need to use that DP on number nine. I don't even think they need to use the DP. But uh, let them know what Chicho Arango is doing. Um, let's let's watch the. Hi- I think we got the highlight. Let's watch this highlight of Chicho Arango. Hollings head. Step over out wide. Chicho gets in front of it. Goal mouth open. He's done it again. Chicho Arango. Six goals in seven games. Somewhat against the run of play. LAFC take the lead, which is huge. 9-0-0 this season when they score. So I was kind of quick. What do you think of it? Because like he like tapped it to himself on, on by like accident and he got he just got the ball in, in the back of the net. It was an awkward kick, but he got the ball in there. And as you heard, there was six goals in the last seven games. I think the build-up play, even before showing the goal, I think it came all the way back from the, uh, from Kiwini and then went through the midfield and up there. And then obviously Alongo finishes it. I thought it was a good play all around. And Sifo for the dummy, which was pretty clever as well. That worked out. Um, and then Arango, I thought maybe he did it on purpose to get that touch around the defender and then finish it because that was no easy goal. He actually had to work for it. It wasn't just like it was going to get tapped in. Uh, and Chicho did a fantastic job getting the goal. And all season, he's been a poacher. We can honestly say that um, I think Chicho has been the most lethal in front of goal as far as number nines go for LAFC in a long time. I know Diego Rossi would play down the middle sometimes, but he was more of a winger. But I'm safe to say that uh, Chicho is a true number nine for uh, LAFC right now. 
Yeah, he's, he's the true number nine. I think to me, he's been the best number number nine they've ever had. And six goal or six goals in seven games. I mean, he, he's just on a hot streak. To me, Chicharango is the biggest snub for MLS All Star. The MLS All Star game. I, I feel like the performance he's been doing, how consistent he's been. I, I definitely felt that he deserved to be up there. Because uh, what is it, Chiqui Palacios, um, Carlos Vela, no. and who who else? Who's the uh, third one? Sifu. No, he did not make it. Um, who was it? Ilya Sanchez. It's Ilya Sanchez. Yeah, so Ilya, yeah, Eli, Vela, and Palacios. Sifu, I thought was a snub, and then obviously Chicho a snub. But you can't have five players. Yeah, yeah. Game, would it be fair? Yeah, no, I think what what Chicharongo is doing, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. I think LAFC did have four last last All Star game. Um, look for whatever it's worth. I think everybody that watches what Chicho does, Chicharongo does day in day out. Uh, know knows the type of production he does, he's doing with this team. And I just the more he scores goals, the more he's consistent. I just don't see him. I just don't see any any way LAFC will bring in a number nine. I just I just don't see that. I I don't know. I don't know why they would. Um, because they got a guy who's hot right now. What are yeah. your thoughts? Uh, well, I know obviously the, the more the guy's hot, the more the trade value and the sell-on value will be higher. But you don't want to kill the momentum, and I don't know how to lock. I mean, obviously the locker room vibe is probably on a high right now. You just got Bale, Chiellini, Chicho doing his thing. Bella looks motivated. Sifu, you can give him any number you want; he's still going to perform. And we actually have depth, which is something we haven't had in a long time. So I wouldn't move Chicho, and I'll just let him. Keep the deal he has and if we did bring in a dp i've been advocating for another midfielder um and i there's a midfielder out in the market right now which if you could bring a guy like bail in at age uh, i think he just turned 33 his birthday a couple days ago then you can definitely get a guy like isco maybe because i was looking at it i mean isco doesn't have a club right now he's 30 he played about 14 games for real madrid and for the spain national team that's pretty much done to be honest with you i don't think he's going to get on the team for the world cup so I mean, if he's looking at his fellow teammate, ex-Real Madrid, uh, Gareth Bell, maybe he makes the move as well. And it, it could make sense. The weather, you're definitely going to play. So that would be well, my choice. That's, that's, that's another – that's one of your choices, which I, which I like. And, look, it's not too far-fetched They with the names that they, they, they've gone. Look, a year ago, you, you say that, and I've been like, yo, that's a little too far-fetched. But now yeah. <laughs> they've landed Gareth Bell. They've landed Giorgio Cellini. Mm-hmm. Um I think any big name is 100% possible for 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 LAFC at, at this point, and obviously having the DP spot available. Um, yeah, because I think I think you got to bring in uh, you got to obviously bring in a player if you're going to use the DP spot that's going to fill in. But I, I just think the attack is so even so depth. Like you saw, Ishmael come, came in, yeah. Latif Blessing came in, like. You know, uh, there, there, there's so much depth up top. The mid, the midfield. We just saw uh, Francisco Pancho Ginella. He went to what is it, Nacional down in Uruguay. Mm-hmm. So you know, he's gonna go get some more minutes. Um, and that that does open up what I think an uh, international. Well, he was a he was a TAM player, but I think also opens up an international slot for them there as well. And I think with that um, having a DP spot, I think there's 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 a lot of wiggle room, but I just I think we I, I still want to see how Giorgio and Gareth Bell look. It's hard to assess Gareth Bell in 20 minutes. You know he had he had a couple fancy passes, but I want to be able to see him and see them in in, in full 90 minutes. I don't think Kilini's probably not going to pay too many 90 minute games, um, but you know hopefully we, we get to see you know LAFC's big three: Carlos Vela, Kilini, and Bell go for 90 minutes for a few games this season or a number of games uh, this season because that's what you want to see and that's what you expect 
uh, come playoff time, you expect, you know, Jojo Clooney could give you up to 90 minutes. You know, you expect Gareth Bell, uh, he's able to perform. And I think everybody's waiting for Gareth Bell first goal too. You know, how is that going to come? <laughs> you know, it'll come. I'm hoping it, obviously I want him to score against Kansas City next game, but it'd be nice if it came at the bank first. That would be uh, really nice. Yeah, let, let's talk about also Jose Cifuentes because he also um, he also had a goal. I think he had what well, he has like three goals in the last three goals in the last two games. If I'm yes. right, I think he had two against the Galaxy, uh, which was a previous opponent. Uh, talk to me about Sifu. How you how you how you liking Sifu? I think he's been fantastic, and the growth of Sifu from the first season he joined with us uh, when he joined LAFC till now, you can see his game has developed as well. The touch is better, the passing is a lot better as well, and even the finishing now. That's something that he didn't have before. And he's finishing a lot more of his chances. And um, he does a little bit of everything. He can get dirty when he needs to. He can do creative passes when he needs to and spread the ball across the field on a dime. So I think Sifu is one of our most – not our most important player, but he's one of our top players I would not want to lose to, you know, knock on what injury or a trade or sell or anything like that. You need to keep him around for a little bit more. Yeah, I like what Sifu is doing and, like, everything, you know. And this the, the last two – the two – Two or three of his goals, all three of his recent goals have been just all effort plays. If we see this play here, obviously Hong said hits it off the crossbar. Chicho, I mean Jose Sinfuentes is right there, just puts it back to the net. That's just yeah. just just putting putting the effort and expecting the ball to be there, right? It, it went, you know, Chicho Rongo, you expect to be there. It was a little bit out of it, out of it, out of his um foot range or whatever. And then you see Jose Sinfuentes just puts it there in the back of the net. And this is also another player that has momentum. Uh, Jose Sinfuentes is a, is a player that has momentum. Uh, with with LAFC, um, and you want to see him continue his growth. And I've liked what what we've seen from him these last two games. And I think you could you could I think certain times his passing could be a little bit better. But I mean, just certain things here and there. But I've seen a progression from him from last year to this yeah. year. And I think just with the additions with Kielini, with Gareth Bell, who's going to be able to you know open up the midfield for him even more, yeah. and be be able to open up things. I th I think. Sifu is also going to be one of those players that, that's really going to benefit from these signings. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, like, I think like many people say, when you bring better players in, they're going to make, you know, other ones around them, you know, great. I mean, you look at LeBron James, you can make, you know, anyone look good. So I think that's what you're going to see with players like Gareth Bale. What's up, guys? I want to tell you about the striker.com. They're coming to LA. They're covering LAFC. They got in-depth articles. They're a subscription-based company. They're giving a 30-day trial so you can read the articles, see how you like them. And on top of that, they're giving a 30% discount. Just use promo code LA Soccer Hub, all lowercase, and check them out. Yamini coming in with the back line. I mean, the back line now, I can honestly say we have four starting center backs. So, and I, Mario, who I've been on his case for a long time, he doesn't look like the old Mario where he would make mistakes after mistake. And now he looked very, very good uh, against Galaxy and he looked good against Nashville. And now you got Chiovini coming in uh, with a bunch of experience. Segura coming back from injury. He played again. Um, and then also Ibiaga, who's been great. And then also the forgotten man who was the man in the beginning of the season, Muhammad Fall, who can't get a game right now. But I think that's just based on experience. I know he's still learning, but he's going to be learning from top top quality center back in Chiellini so I think right now the momentum you know is is great you can't complain at all it's good yeah yeah I mean you just na named a number of center backs there 
which which is insane because for for well the last season they were having struggles with center backs. Now they have so many, and they got to, they had to get rid of one. Uh, Henry, they had Daniel Henry. I forgot his. I don't I don't know how to say his name. Um, but yeah, you had Eddie Segura who came in for Kalini, which is which is a good side to say. And I'm with you, uh, Jesus Murillo. He's been better as of late with his passing and everything. He he's using his body uh, better. Uh, he's not committing those same mistakes which he was, and you talk about Mamadou Fa, which I think I have really high expectations, high hopes for him because of what we've seen. And he's learning under Chiellini now, and I think that's going to be amazing. You can, Look, you can, you can throw in that center back pairing. It could be Murillo, Eddie Segura, whenever he's 90, fit, 90 minutes fit. But you have to assume it's going to be Chiellini, Murillo, Segura, or Fa. One of those three is going to pair up with Chiellini when it, when it comes down to the big games and all of a sudden done. Yeah. And if you ask me, that's not bad. You could also go to a back three. Yeah, you could. You could, you could go back three. Back three, if they decide, you know, they switch up the formation or for whatever reason, um, you know, you need to that. And I think having that depth, what you said, is yeah. so so key and so crucial for AFC moving forward and how they've been able to do it and how they've been able to build this roster up. It just goes it goes. Kudos to the front office. Kudos to John Thornton and how and the work that he did this off season to bring in these players and then in the middle of the season to bring in Gareth Bale, uh, superstar signing, killing another superstar signing and now, and still be in first place. And then we yeah. also got to talk, talk about um, Steve Sharondolo. I think he's done an amazing job. I know you weren't high on him. I think you owe him an apology. No, he, I, hasn't, he hasn't won anything. Let's be clear. He hasn't won anything yeah, so far. Know. But like, I think to me, how he's managed this in his first year has been so impressive. And I think he's done such a great job. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'll hold my hands up for right now that he's done a fantastic job, obviously, first place. Um, you know, I, I didn't expect that with the squad, but obviously I didn't expect to get Keelini and Gareth Bell, but there we are. And I also, an apology, obviously, to John Torrington as well, because I called him out a bunch of times as well, and he's shut me up for the music. <laughs> no, no for times, yeah. Yeah, you know. I think, I think everybody in the old Twitter remembers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I think uh, I owe him an apology, which you know I'm glad that he brought in all the players we did, and then Dolo managing all the um, personalities. Now, you know, you got some big names here because let's be honest, Gareth Bale and Keelini are way bigger than I would say most of the squad as far as pedigree. I mean, Gareth Bale. I mean, he walks in the door, everyone just you know you see him come in. So I think he's done a good job so far. Let's see how he keeps going, progressing when it gets down to crunch time and let's say the supporter shields on the line, are we going to be able to get it? And then plus playoffs and the elusive MLS cup, you know, that's, if, if we don't win that, I mean, that's looking at this roster and all the names we just talked about, it's a failure, you know, even though everyone's having a good time and the momentum's great, we need silverware. That's the main part. Yeah. Well, I was, you made, you make a great point. Cause I was, uh, it was either the Kalini or the Gareth Bell signing. I forgot. And I was talking to one of some of the someone from the front office, and I was just like, I was like, hey, great job on the, on these signings. And literally, what they said, they literally said, they're like, it doesn't mean anything if we don't win any trophies. Yep. And I was like, good point. Yeah, that's a that that's uh that that that's just the fair point. And like, look, the front office, everybody knows it. Look, it's MLS Cup. You got you got to win. Obviously. You got to win supporters shield, and you want to win right. MLS Cup, which is which is the main one. And I think I think that. But look, we're still we're still a long way from that. Look, it's July 18th. We still got half of the rest of the two yeah. more weeks of this month, August, which is gonna be a busy week and a busy month in August, September. I think playoffs start in October or around October. So there's there like there's three there's still three months, and I think the final or 
which we assume, look, we don't want to get too, too far ahead, is down in, towards November. But, like, you still got three, yeah. three full months um, okay. leading up to the World Cup. And it's going to be a busy three months. And, you know, I, and I think, you know, they, they had a good test against Nashville. Now, like, I think to me the biggest test is going to be against the Seattle Sounders come July 29th. Which I when in that game, which you hope maybe Gareth Bell is ninety minute ready or close to it. Yeah, um, maybe Kalini's ninety minute ready, ready, ninety minute ready as well. I think obviously Kalini a little bit ahead of Bell, but I think these guys obviously they got to get to know their teammates, just how they like the ball when it comes to passing all these different things. But right. both of you guys, these guys are professionals. They've played at the highest level. To me, I don't I don't think they need when it comes to tactics and all these different things. You know, no. they've seen everything. They just got to know how the other opponents play and what style they like. And obviously they got to know their, their, their teammates and everything. But I think when these type of professionals there, they should be able to get adjusted uh, pretty soon. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. The adaptability to MLS and uh, obviously the league itself, obviously it's not the caliber of La Liga or the Premier League, but it's still a growing league. You see uh, players like uh, Chucho uh, in Columbus hit the ground running. So he's adapted very well. I expect, you know, knock on wood for Gareth Bell to do the same in the rest of the season, along with Chiellini, shutting down, um, you know, forwards coming at him. And um, I think right now it's just getting used to the climate, maybe, and also because it's, it's a heat wave over here right now. Um, so they have to get used to that. The pace, the pace might be a little different in the physicality. But uh, I'm confident that the squad in practice can get them, um, you know, adapted to that as well. And it seems like there's a lot of camaraderie in the uh, – in the locker room, I saw the videos and training, and so everyone's you know all in it together, which is nice because I feel like before when Bob was here, the locker room was kind of you know not a, you know you might have experienced it too in the interviews and whatnot. It was kind of tense and whatnot. Obviously, last season what is wasn't as you know wasn't great, but uh, I think this, the vibe is a lot different, and I credit that to Dolo. I will give him credit for that. I credit to John Thornton. I credit to the players that are in the in the locker room as well because so far it just seems like everything's on the up and up, and let's hope it stays that way. And that's funny you said that because I at the Gareth Bell press conference uh, I got to talk I got a chance to talk with uh, Steve Chondo for a little bit I just you know one of the first things I said I was like I love I love I love how you manage you know because it's such a different like I already know the players already felt it since day one like you know being even being the media and being the press conference Bob was just so you know so intense sometimes if he was having a bad day you ask him something long you just go off on you but like you know what I'm saying and it was like. Like, but you just got to know it was Bob. It was, it was not nothing you asked. No one necessarily would ask anything too disrespectful or anything, you know, uh, uh, that was now that, that would tip someone off like that. And Chirondolo is just chill. He's chill. Like, um, he has his own approach. And I think coming from such a tense approach, even I feel like I tell you in the media members, it's just everybody just feels um, just relaxed, like how it should be. Like, hey, you, you know, and it's also like, I also feel like Chirondolo doesn't get the credit he, he deserves because look it's not that easy to to go from where he was his life has changed too he went from coaching las vegas lights with not good not a good record oh. inherited uh, uh uh just joined a team with a lot of expectations that that were below par bring him back up have bella believe in him um and on top of that um still be number one in the standings that he deserves to get a lot more credit than he does because it's not easy. Yeah, you can inherit all these great players and all these different things, but if you're not a good coach, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. And 
Toronto to me so far is is a good coach, right? Now we have to see battle tested when it comes, you know, playoff times and all those different things, you know. But so far to me, what I've seen from Toronto, I, I've, I've been impressed with how he's been able to manage his team. I think just his personality has helped him a lot with the type of players he has, how how he approaches the game and everything like that, because it, it went from being so tense to now more relaxed, laid back, you know, he under, he knows the players know what to do. And obviously, he, you know, he, he could get uh, fired up too, but it's not like intense like how it was with Bob. And um, I think a perfect example of a coach that's kind of like that, that, you know, has all these talented players, but he doesn't get any credit, I guess, in the past. I know you watch basketball, but maybe Ty Lue when he was at Cleveland. Mm. Um, Kyrie and Kevin, they, they won the championship. He didn't really – I mean, you forgot that Ty Lue was the coach of the team. Um, that's kind of – you know, I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself or anything like that, but let's say we win something and then it's like, oh, who's the coach? Oh, yeah, 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 Steve Rondolo. That's kind of what it feels like, which is fine. <laughs> it's fine because that means he's doing a hell of a good job that we don't have to talk anything bad about him, that he's going under the radar, which is fine. Well, the uh, thing that you, you make a great, great point, uh, I think one of the first press conferences he was saying is like, no, it's not about me. It's about the players. He makes right. it so yeah. much about the players, and Bob was so much more about him because of who he was, his, his persona, his bravado. Yeah, and that's the, those are the two differences. It doesn't. Steve is okay with, with you know sitting in the back as long as they get they get the they get the win and perform and they do what they need to do. Right. Um, he doesn't need to be up there and you know all these different things. And I think that's that's the biggest difference for this LAFC side. Um, and for the fans too, because, um, like I said, we didn't know what we we're gonna get from him. Now we do, and it's you know he's been he's been laid back for Super Chill. There's you can ask him anything, and he'll answer. He'll he'll ask. He'll answer and stuff. You know. So yeah, kudos kudos to him. All right, let's look let's look at what's um upcoming because what is it? The Kansas City game you said is up next. Yes, I think it's uh, the 23rd. I could be wrong. Just... Yeah, the 23rd. So this Saturday. So this side, they're going to go back to – they're going to go to the Midwest. They're going to play in Kansas City. Um, that's going to be another, like, humid – humid. Uh, yeah, it's going to be dry. Humid game. Um, and then they come back home against uh, the Seattle Sounders to finish off the month of July. How are you feeling so far uh, with, with how they've done uh, with these signings? Uh, and obviously, they, they, they got the win against the Galaxy at home. How do you feel that the month of July has gone so far, and what what do you want to see? Do you want do you expect them to win every single game this month? Uh, that's that's a good question. I wouldn't be surprised that if we drew the next game for some weird reason, because uh, that's usually what happens when big players join a team. Like it's all hype, and then all of a sudden they'll draw or lose one, and then everyone starts going crazy. So that obviously it's about the long run. Yeah, if we lose the next game or draw the next game, I'm not worried about it. Like. That's just one game in the road. Obviously, you want to win supporters show. But the big one for me is coming back home because now you got these big, huge signings that we've only seen at home games because of press conferences. And now we're actually going to see them on the pitch. And what better way to do that than against Seattle Sounders? And I fully expect to win that game. Uh, fully expect it. I'm not going for a loss or draw. That's that's going to be a win. So, I mean, people watching want to clip it, but I think that's <laughs> No, that's good. I mean, you you – Look, Seattle Sounders have owned the the MLS Western Conference for the number of years, and to me, I think they're still the team to beat once it comes to playoff time. Um, and look, if, if LAFC finishes um, at the top or the finish number one, they're going to have that playoff game at home. And you you would assume that the Seattle Sounders are you're going to face the Seattle Sounders in the in the playoffs one way or the or another. 
um, I find it hard that they may not, they, you know, if LAFC makes it all the way through that in their path that they, they, they don't run into the Seattle Sounders wherever they are. So I think, that, yeah, that, that, that game against that game against the Seattle Sounders, I think it's, it's going to be really interesting. And I think, you know, that's I'm also looking forward to that game. Will you be at that game? I will try to be at that game. I don't know how much tickets are going to be uh, because the bail effect and whatnot. In <laughs> so um, I will have to see it's on a Friday night too. So uh, what see. else? You, what else are you doing on a Friday night besides watching your team? Uh, well, if I told you, no, I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, um, honestly, I'll probably try and go then because if it's on a Friday, for some reason I thought it was on a Sunday when I looked at it. But yeah, I'll try to go because. Obviously, I want to see Bale on the pitch. I don't want to see him on TV. I want to see him like actually. That's there. What I, that was my next. That was my next point. You don't want to see Bale and Kalini, um, you know, home debut. You don't want to be there. I do want to be there, so I will be there. And you know what? I think I might have mentioned this to you a long time ago when we first met. Is that I never got a name on the back of my kit for LAFC, but I think that's going to change now. So, who is it going to be? Is it going to be Bale? Uh, yeah. Who else is going to be? It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be him, but it's not gonna be Corey Bear, that's for sure. So, <laughs> cool. uh, we don't gotta bring that that back into. <laughs> you don't gotta bring that back into here. But no, like I was gonna say, you gotta you gotta go with Bell. Like I mean, Killini. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't blame you for that. But no, I mean, I think it's an exciting time right now for LAFC and what they've been doing. And then it just it, credit just goes to show how hard this club has worked the front office, yeah. everything, how they've worked to be able to land a player like that. And like I said, like I've said before, now they have a world star player that they can attach to, you know, and moving forward. And I think that one of the best things he said is that he wants to be here, not just for six months or for a year, you know, he wants to build this out with LAFC. And I think when he said those things to me, when he said those things to the, to the media and the press in the press conference, I thought it was, um, I, I thought it was, it was very eye opening because you never know with, the, with, uh, with, Players that come from Europe, that come from other leagues, uh, how long they really want to stay in the MLS or play in the MLS. And then he definitely looks like he wants to be here for the long run. And, you know, we're, we could potentially see a number of years with Gareth Bell uh, in LAFC. And the crazy thing is, to me, Carlos Vela was, when healthy, right, is the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. And not only, well, maybe he's not the best, I don't think he's the best player in the league now that you had Gareth Bell. And now LAFC have two, in my opinion, two of the best, the top two best players in the league in the same team. Yeah, automatically. Um, even, yeah, those two together, even though Bale has played 20 minutes in MLS, I can already, I'm pretty sure most people will agree. And if they don't agree, then that's on them. But he's definitely a top 10 player in the league. And then once he starts to get going and start seeing the real Gareth Bell, he'll obviously be a top five player and then so on and so forth. But uh, right now, when you have the luxury of picking between Chicho, Gareth Bale, Vela, uh, even Brian Rodriguez, nobody's even mentioned him. I mean, what's you know, true. There? And then also Apoku, he's still young, but then again, he's learning from Chicho, he's learning from Vela, he's learning from Bale. And if you can't learn anything from those three, then uh, I don't know if football's for you. But I mean, yeah, what a what a you know great talent that is as well. And then the odd man out for me is Masovsky, but then Masovsky's learning from these guys as well. So. It's just a learning process, and at the same time, you got great leadership, and you're getting Ws. So, I mean, right now, LAFC is on a roll. Let's just keep it going, you know? Yeah, all is well is when you're winning, right? And you're getting the big signings. And I think people are willing to take less minutes. People are willing to give their number up when you're winning, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Jose Sanfuentes, he's now number 20. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so I think, you know, when you're winning and you're, you're this team is all in for each other, all in for, for the badge and what it represents. And I think, you know, you, you can't be mad of mad at that and what they're doing. So yeah, kudos to them. Um, LAC, like anything else you'd like to add before we wrap things up? No, um, just back on the Twitter account. Um, I took a break from it because uh, honestly, I was on my phone all the time. Um, it was just he was getting much. trouble. He was getting in trouble. He's he was getting, <laughs> he's getting uh, put on timeout. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I planned the wedding. Well, we planned the wedding, so we're good to go now. So that's good news. Oh, nice. When's the when's the wedding? When are you getting married? Uh, October this year. Oh, nice. Are we all getting invited? Is everybody in the chat getting invited or what? Uh, Bill and Bella are definitely going to be there. They accept it. And then, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it was a lot of work, but um, I have an awesome fiance, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So That's awesome, man. Well, well, good. I'm glad you're able to sort that out. You got that figured out. Well, hopefully it's an awesome time, man, and you send some photos and stuff, and you send us the address so we can come check it out and crash it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, guys, that's all the time we have. Everyone in the chat, thanks uh, for tuning in. Thanks for chopping it up. LAFC Live, thanks for hopping on. You know, follow him on Twitter. That's his account now, LAFC Live 2.0. So for live, this is Jill. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.